0: Transformation Meditation, Satsang Podcast with Sri, From Attachment to Freedom. I'm going to take you on a journey in this talk to gain the understanding of what happens when the human being, what happens to you that you become attached to those things that bring pleasure, that bring joy, that bring happiness, and then. There's a fear of losing those things and there's an aversion to those things that bring about any kind of suffering, pain, dislike, and so on and so forth. So let's start with what we call the birth of the human being, of the baby. You are born as a baby into a small, small body When the baby is born, everyone sees you and experiences the joy. Everyone sees the light, the consciousness in the eyes of the baby. Your eyes are bright, your face is filled with bliss, you are pure, there's no sense of any kind of problem, anything wrong with you you are just pure joy pure bliss however as a baby you are helpless you need to grow you need to learn to experience you need to come to know the world and how it functions and to use your body in the most efficient and easy way throughout your life So the baby very quickly, born with that bliss, born with that delight, born with that sense of oneness, no separation, begins to observe that this is my mother, this is my father, this is a stranger. I am separate from my mother. Once I was in the womb and I was one and now with what has been called birth I experience myself as separate. I need to eat because I get hungry. So you become aware that there are desires. First desire is for food to sustain the body. That's very necessary. One has to eat. to keep the human system functioning. And then once that desire is fulfilled, there is a sense of happiness, there is a sense of ease, satisfaction. However, as the mind begins to develop, and as the mind begins to experience, these are my arms, these are my legs, this is my nose, and learns all the names and sounds and meanings of all the words in whatever language your parents are speaking to you then you become aware that this is my mother and those are her arms, those are her legs, that's her nose and this is my brother and that's my sister so the human being begins to develop as a separate individual begins to learn how to move how to talk and as you develop into a small child with the training from the parents however they've been trained you'll now be trained with maybe some slight variations from their learning throughout their lives you will become very adept at experiencing the world is separate, you as separate. And from that sense of separation, from that sense of division, you have the experience that that state of fulfillment, that state of peace, that state of ease that you once were, now looks externally, looks into the people, the things, the forms, to satisfy it. So first this hunger, that gets satisfied, I feel good. Then there's a desire maybe for company. I want to have my mother around. I don't want her to go away or go into the next room. So there's a desire for that company. There's a desire for affection. There's a desire then for maybe something to play with, for toys, and then maybe for certain toys. And then as you progress in life, that desire turns into multiple desires, desire for friends, desire for to do well at school, desire maybe not to have to go to school, and desire for friends, certain kinds of friends, girlfriends, boyfriends, desire to go to certain places, to have certain things, first toys then more mature toys, electronic toys, cell phones, computers, and on and on. As we know, this continues. And as the one who begins the practice of meditation, begins to observe the mind, the senses and how they function, one becomes aware of something else. You start to become aware now that When the desire is fulfilled, you feel good, you feel fulfilled, you feel satisfied. Until maybe a fear comes that you could lose your partner, you could lose your wife, your husband, you could lose your parents, you could lose your friend. And then, again, fear comes, worry, agitation. Desire for money, same thing. You get some, you feel good, you feel satisfied for some time then the desire comes for more, for more things to buy, for more nice, comfortable situations, vacations, and so on. So the one who begins to observe now realizes that that state that you were when you were a baby, pure consciousness, pure freedom, pure bliss, that's been with you throughout as that very knower as the one who's aware. And that very knower, now functioning through a mind, through senses, begins to crave things and desire things. Because when those desires are fulfilled, you again get to know yourself, the very knower, the very pure being that you originally were. However, as a human being, and as your training has told you, your education so far as a human being, that that is the way to feel satisfied, that is the way to feel happy, to fulfill your desires. So this goes on and on and on throughout life until one day the physical form can't function anymore and is no more, and that we call death. So for me, as a meditator, I became aware that this wasn't enough. That I needed to know what was that pure satisfaction, what was that pure peace, what was that pure bliss. And through this practice of meditation and the attention on the knower, the attention on that pure being, I came to see that that was me, that is you. That is, that oneness that's experienced in the eyes of that baby, in the eyes of that infant. That hasn't changed. That's the unchanging purity that we are. But because this is not known, attachment develops and one believes that it needs to fulfill its desires in order to feel satisfied, in order to feel fulfilled, in order to feel complete. Nothing's wrong with that because that is the very nature of the human being. That is how the human mechanism functions. So never to be upset with yourself for functioning in the way that you're meant to function. However, a higher knowledge can be brought in through the practice of meditation when we begin to become aware of the knower. That knower is eternally free. So whether the desire is fulfilled or not, you are free. I am free. You are freedom itself. You are purity itself. So observing through meditation, inquiring as to who am I, and knowing the answer that I am I, I am that I eternally free, then one can, you can, remain in that state of freedom, in that state of purity that you've always been. You've never been anything other than that. So you are already established in that. It's only when you start to observe that the waves of the mind, called vritti, waves of perception, arise and as the training has been on the level of the mind the thought says I need this to be happy I need that to be happy if only I had a new car if only I had the right relationship when I have children when I achieve my goal in my career when I have more money more things a bigger house so that's the functioning of the mind it's designed that way But the one who meditates no longer totally trusts or believes in the mind and the thinking. Because the meditator knows those thoughts are changing. On the level of a human being, sometimes I'm happy, sometimes I'm sad. Sometimes I get my desire fulfilled, sometimes I don't. Sometimes even when I get my desire fulfilled, fear comes of losing it, of losing my health, of losing my family. So the meditator now knows You know, through your meditation, who you are, who you always have been and who you always will be, which is that one being, that one consciousness, eternally free. Nothing can change that, nothing can take that away. However, you must meditate on that source where all the thoughts arise from and go to. It's like the background canvas that all the painting is put on to or the screen that projects all the lights of the movies that screen that canvas is forever the same, it's always there but the attention has gone through training onto Vyutan the outward flow of your thoughts into achievements into fulfilling desires and Nothing's wrong with that. It's a necessary as a human being. However, the forgetfulness is that I have never been those changing thoughts. I have never been only this physical form with desires and cravings and needs. I am the self. I am the knower. That knower that you are is eternally free. You are that knower, eternally free, eternally pure. So all the life can go on, all the changing situations, sometimes fulfillment of desires, attachment to the fulfillment of those desires to your happy, for your happiness, aversion from that which doesn't bring happiness or brings pain, all that can go on, but you haven't changed. You are the knower. When you know that knower, you're no longer dependent on all the changing situations, thoughts, experiences for your joy, for your peace, because you begin to know that peace you are, joy you are, fulfillment you are. Then, you can enjoy all the changing thoughts, you can enjoy all the changing situations, whether positive or negative, just like you enjoy a good movie. Because you know that the same you that was there in deep sleep, the same you that went to sleep at night and appeared to wake up in the morning, is there. And the one who says, I woke up in the morning and has all those changing thoughts, maybe fears, worries, doubts, skepticisms, questions, that one, when you went to sleep, as that same one, during that time you were in deep sleep, there were no fears, worries, skepticisms, questions. Not even any happiness, joy or bliss. And you were. So you are, regardless of all these changing thoughts, feelings, emotions, cravings, desires. So you are already free. That's the secret. That's the journey that you're going on. Back to your freedom. Back to your source. Knowing who you are. This does take practice. Because the nature of the mind is Vyutan. Is to go out towards the desires. And think that's where your satisfaction will come from. This continues throughout your sadhana. You become aware of this mind mechanism. As you inquire as to where is that I, you become aware of the I am I. And through meditation, you continue this practice so that the nirod the inward flow of chitvritti of those waves, will now be your direct experience, will now be your direct knowledge of the knower that doesn't change. So in meditation we can use the mantra Amaramham maduramham because the meaning of this mantra brings you to know who am I? It gives you the answer I am immortal I am that consciousness pure I am blissful I am already fulfilled I am already satisfied I am already complete everything else is a bonus everything else is extra and through meditation you can always rely on that space Amaram maduramham. Maduram hum amaramham maduramham amaramham maduramham so this has been the journey from becoming aware of who is it that gets attached it is that human being it is that one that says I am this body alone with mind senses intellect ego and there's nothing more than that that's the one who will always get attached So as long as you wake up in the morning and say I am this person only with a name, form, intellect, ego, body, senses, then there's no choice but to get caught in attachment to that which brings pleasure and aversion to that which brings pain. Why not? Why shouldn't you want that which brings pleasure? and not want that which brings pain however there is a higher perception there is a higher awareness that the actual pleasure fulfillment is already there or you wouldn't be able to experience it it's you that's there that sees the beautiful sunrise or the beautiful sunset if you weren't there there'd be no one to perceive it So it's within you. You are that One. You are that Being. You are that Consciousness Pure. You are Freedom already. So we continue the meditation, listening to these talks, reading about it. There are three things in the yogic system that are necessary, Shravan, Manan, and Nidhidhyasana. Shravan is what you're doing now, you're hearing it, you're listening to it with your higher audition, you're listening as that self. Manan, you're thinking about it, you're dwelling on it, you're putting your attention on it. So now rather than having the attention on fulfilling the desires, your attention is on higher thought, higher thinking you're developing your mind, you're purifying your mind so that it can know this, so that it can lead you to it. can't completely know it because it's really not on the level of the mind in your thinking and that's where the nididhyasana comes in which is meditation, which is you make that quantum leap from the level only of your thinking to the knower because it's the knower that knows the knower. It's the pure being that knows the pure being. Water is always water. We may call it a wave, we may call it a bubble, we may call it it foam or iceberg, but water is always water. Knower is always knower. It's that very light of the self, the very light of the knower, that shines on the mind and the body and gives it motion is it the ability to think gives it the ability to get attached gives it the ability to get free from attachment so we develop that ability through meditation to purify the mind to get free from attachment and to know our freedom which we've always been so we don't have to get free from attachment we just have to know we've always been free no matter what the external circumstances are. Freedom you are. Bliss you are. Amaram Maduram you are. Pure, free and forever.